Welcome back to Relic Radio Thrillers. Thanks for joining me this Friday. Our story comes from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater this week, series that debuted in 1974. Produced 1,399 original episodes before it ended in 1982. Our story today is from June 3rd, 1981. It's titled The Cat's Paw. Marshall. Follow with me as we adventure into the far side of darkness, whether it be an intangible dream or foresight into the future. The world of shadows is our domain, and there are shadows in the world which we know as real. As the world has shrunk through communication, our tangible world has become laced with a network on which our lives depend. Its name espionage in a pay station telephone booth in Washington, D.C. Don't identify yourself or me. Yes, sir. There has been another security break. I'm putting the counter move into effect. Everyone will be in place. You have been briefed. I leave Boston undercover for Los Alamos, then by commercial plane for Washington on Thursday, Nantucket. My secretary, Miss Chase and Van Phillips, will meet you at Dallas. Yes, sir. Already underground. Don't fail me. Your life would be forfeit. Our mystery story, The Cat's Paw, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Roy Windsor and stars Larry Haynes. I shall return shortly with Act One. are not the creatures of fiction. They are real. They exist because nations, to preserve peace, must be alert to others that want to destroy peace. The spy, in high positions and in lowly ones, ferrets out secrets which give advantages to his nation over another. They are mostly, but not entirely, military secrets. At Dulles International Airport in Washington, D.C., Alfreda Chase watches the runway with Van Phillips. Why a commercial flight, Alfreda? No, no. Mr. Parker didn't explain. I'd expect him to fly in by Air Force. He's top security. He sure is. You ever see him before? No, Van. They've kept him squirreled away. Uh, we'll find out when he lands. The plane's late. What time have you got, Ben? Um, 4.02. What's the scoop on this guy, Alfredo? No, Parker hasn't said. Dr. Jeffries is reporting to Parker and then to defense? Parker first, because he's security chief of the nuclear regulatory agency. Then to defense, which oversees him and his operation. No idea what this guy has up his sleeve? Just a hunch. Dr. Jeffries is the brightest of the bright string of degrees. He knows everything there is to know about nuclear power. So my guess is that he's come up with a plan to switch the ICBM silo locations. And more. Such as? Well, I haven't the vaguest. But the public is leery of nuclear reactors. We have to be cautious. Uh, plane's coming in, Van. Look, I'll go help him with his luggage. Wait here. I won't be long. Ah! 
Dr. Jeffries? Yes, it's a pleasure. You're Miss Chase. I'm nervous, Miss Chase. You're not what I expected. Oh, well, all scientists aren't gray-haired and doddering. Yeah, but I never met one who looks like a football player. Well, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I did play in college. What I intended when I said I was nervous is that being security for you is pretty overwhelming. Van and I wouldn't have had a chance if, well, you know, if... If there were spies intent on kidnapping me. <laughs> yes, I understand, and I appreciate your concern. Oh, here comes my porter. It's Van Phillips. Also from security. I have the bag stowed in the trunk and the cars in front, Dr. Jeffries. Follow me, please. Yes. Van and I wondered why the Air Force didn't fly you in, Dr. Jeffries. Expensive. Oh, but a man in your position. Anonymity is protective covering, except for Ross Parker. And now you and Mr. Phillips. I'm pretty much unknown. And that's as it should be. I've been buried for almost a year. But then why didn't Ross visit you in Los Alamos? Oh, I have some personal business to attend to in Boston. But you're exposing yourself to danger. You know that. Well, I'll have someone watching over me, and I won't be in Boston long. And then it's uh, back to the desk. You're meeting with the Defense Department. I'm in Ross Parker's hands. I don't know what he has in mind. Do you? All I know is that Mr. Parker sent me in van to meet you. We're armed. If anything suspicious happens on the ride to the agency, we're prepared to act. And, uh, to die for your country? No. In self-defense. Dr. Jeffries, welcome to Washington. Hello, Mr. Parker. Any, uh, complications, Miss Chase? No, sir. None. Good. Doctor, are we... Slipped you into town unsuspected. Uh, sit down, please. Do you need me, Mr. Parker? If you have the time, I wish you'd stay. Oh, of course. Thank you. Miss Chase is to be trusted, absolutely. She's as much a part of the security system as I am. I, uh, I understand that the countermoves have you steaming, to quote Miss Chase. Yes, we've been infiltrated by someone devilishly clever who is selling information vital to our defense. It will be stopped, but it will take time. One slip and it's ended. Defense has what you created. I've been told that it is brilliant. Oh, thank you. It's two parts of practicable, I believe. But there's still you. Oh, I can take care of myself. Famous last words. It's a violent world, Dr. Jeffries. I don't want anything to happen to you. You'll stay with me in Alexandria until next Monday, and we'll meet with defense. Well, this is only Wednesday, Mr. Parker. Well, you can use four days rest. Yes, I can. And uh, I don't intend any rudeness, but I'm flying to Nantucket tonight. What? I have strict orders from defense. Well, I'm you... not under their jurisdiction, Mr. Parker. I have important personal business in Nantucket, and this weekend is my only chance to attend to it. May I ask what's so important about Nantucket? My mother's funeral. Oh. Uh, please forgive me. Uh, Miss Chase, order an Air Force plane. He will fly to Boston at ten tonight and spend the night at headquarters. In the morning, he'll be flown to the island. Maximum security. You'll return, Dr. Jeffries. Early Monday morning. The secretary arrives before noon from Madrid. Clear? Yes, sir. Questions? No, none. And 
thank you for understanding. That will be all, Miss Chase. Uh, where will I notify... Dr. Jeffries will be with me at my home. I'll drive him to the airport. If it doesn't upset your plans for the evening, Miss Chase, I'd uh, appreciate it if you'd stand by. Van Phillips and I will be there, sir. Thank you. That is all. Well... How did I do as Dr. Jeffries? <laughs> well, you convinced me, Sam. Very attractive little restaurant, Ross. That's out of the way and the food is good. You know, Ross, when you come to think of it, this is a weird way to live. We can never relax. Neither can they. Alfredo was right. Our work is like a chess game. What about her? I don't know. I don't trust anyone. She was highly recommended to the department by her congressman. Qualified easily and is a crack shot. Mm. Your Miss Chase is distracting. Your Dr. Samuel Jeffries until this caper is ended. Is that clear? Yes, sir, boss. Now, ready to listen to business? Yep, ready. I'll brief you quickly. Then we'll order dinner. First... You are comfortable with the impersonation? But you said I convinced you. You did. This genius you're impersonating, Dr. Jeffries, you've met him. He's serious. All business. No sense of humor. A machine. Mm. He's not even personable, from what I've heard. So far, your pretense has worked. Now, if nobody knows Jeffries... From what they know of him, from the serious papers he has written, our enemies could deduce his character... So play it straight. Yes, I understand. You know enough, but not too much, about our silo installations and our suspicions about the subtle sabotage of nuclear reactors, mm -hmm. no matter what might happen in the next few days. I'd miss you. You could not be brainwashed of anything not already known to them. Yes, that's correct. I know the patois, nothing more. When you land in Nantucket, a taxi with one of our men as driver will take you to what presumably was your mother's house. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Winship was her housekeeper. She's been given a password which she will state once you have entered the house. You'll reply with a line which I'll give you when you take off. Okay. Oh, uh... What about uh, the funeral? <laughs> you handled that line beautifully. I was touched. How is your mother, by the way? Oh, she's fine, fine. She still wonders what I do for a living. Well, about the funeral. Mm. Mrs. Winship has it arranged. A closed casket is at the funeral home. Now she and you and some selected stragglers will follow the hearse to the cemetery near the old mill. This, uh... This is really a big operation, isn't it? The biggest in years. Someone's going to try to grab you, Sam, and brainwash you or transport you. Or leave me for dead. Uh-huh. You'd never be found. You'd be gone, baby. You must be Dr. Sam Jeffries. If you make a false move, you'll scare them off. I don't resist. I'm the uh, tethered goat. We call this... Operation Cat's Paw. Well, this is more like it, Dr. Jeffries. He rates an Air Force fighter. Oh, that thing scares me. You'll be in Boston in an hour. I... 
I'm sorry about your mother. Yeah, that's too bad. Yes, the uh, funeral is tomorrow. Is Nantucket your home? No, no, no. It was hers. I lived and worked in the Cambridge area. Uh, both of us were off-island. His mother moved to Scotset many years ago. Loved it, as I still do. All set, Dr. Jeffries? Yes. Well, goodbye, Miss Chase. Mr. Phillips, I'll see you next Monday. Will he, Alfreda? See us next Monday? Here comes Parker. Well, that's a relief. Thank you both for standing by. Mr. Parker, are we... Are we certain that he is Dr. Jeffries? Of course. If he isn't, what's the point of the charade? A cover for the real Dr. Jeffries, who might have been captured and taken out of the country. I think we should follow him to Nantucket to see if he's taken off the island. Wise precaution, Miss Chase. You and Van leave in the morning. I'll follow if I can. we have heard is not fanciful. It is reported on good authority that Free Germany, for example, is infested with 3,000 spies who work for a country behind the Iron Curtain. They infiltrate and cause disruption. The result is a weakening of a free country. At the highest level, a spy steals or buys information vital to defense. He would not hesitate to take captive a scientist like Dr. Sam Jeffries. We'll follow the almost certain attempt when I return with Act Two. What is it that leads a person to become a spy? Money? Other jobs pay much more and usually provide security. Glamour? Hardly. If you're a spy, you're safe only as long as you're anonymous. What is it, then, that causes a man or a woman to choose this dangerous occupation? Danger is part of the challenge. It is more than that, though, but uh, more about that later. The man impersonating Dr. Jeffries has arrived in Nantucket. Who is it? Dr. Jeffries. Silos ain't just for corn. Eagles nest in quite a few. Come in, Sam. All set at this end? Yeah, the cottage is clean. Ike Folger and I checked it out from light bulbs to wiring, curtains, bed springs, everything. Okay. Even found a microfilament recorder in a flower arrangement sent here when the body was lying in wait. And, uh... The funeral tomorrow? Yep. Ten in the morning. There'll be a short service at Graveside. Hmm. They moved in pretty fast, didn't they? You must have done a good job in Washington. Yes, my fatal charm. Parker pretended not to like it, but it worked. I made a pass at his secretary, Miss Chase. Uh, Parker doesn't suspect her, does he? Uh-uh, no. The idea was to start some gossip. Ladies' rooms don't hold secrets. Someone learned I was coming up here. Someone determined to get to me or to remove me. Uh, we've been preparing for a month. Uh, the couple renting your mother's cottage agreed to move out for a week. Uh, we're putting them up at Nantucket Town at the White Elephant. All expenses paid. I told him you were coming up because your mother was dying. You had to settle the estate. She didn't object. 
My mother? She was delighted to be part of the counter-espionage. Even told us what flowers to order for her funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, where have we got it tucked away? Visiting your sister and brother-in-law in Cambridge. They're discreet. My mother is not. She will be this time. She knows your life is on the line. You know that, of course. Yeah. Um, are you staying here, Addie? No, I'm the housekeeper come days, but go home at night. Have you got a gun? No, Parker decided against it. I'm supposed to be defenseless. Come to think of it, I am, except uh, for all you shadows. Well, one of them is next door. Ike. Ike Folger. He's recording what we say, and he'll be on guard until I return early in the morning. You'll sleep well tonight. Yeah, I can use it. I didn't sleep much at the airbase, that's for sure. Uh, let's see, it's quarter to twelve. Uh, one thing, Sam. Lock up and don't go outside till I return. We don't know which way they'll jump. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll try questioning you, or maybe they'll try a snatch. Yeah, any one of them been spotted? No. Who's obvious. So, by noon tomorrow, I am a sitting duck. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, okay, how do I get around? The bus to town, car? A moped. You rented one, and it's outside on the screened-in back porch. You'll, uh, you'll want to go to one of the beaches. Cisco, Surfside, Dionys. That's where you might be approached. You know how to play it, Sam. Oh, yes. Well, I'll just toddle along. The place is yours. Good night, Dr. Jeffries. Yes, thank you, Mrs. Winship. Good night. Now, that wasn't so bad, was it, Sam? Oh, as funerals go, probably not. Mm-hmm. That was uh, quite a cast you assembled, Daddy. Well, the minister was real. He had to be told the purpose. Oh, his eyebrows went up and his eyes widened. <laughs> like most, spies to him are about as real as Martians. By the way, did you notice the woman on the bicycle who stopped by the side of the road and watched the funeral party for a few minutes? Not too clearly. But we had a man sightseeing at the old mill. Binoculars. He followed her back to Sconset. She's from Philadelphia and is staying at the Red Rooster, a block from the Rotary. Her name is Duncan. Hmm. Did you place a tracer on her? It's being done. I don't expect much from that. Is she alone? Yeah. I'll have some information about her by supper time. Good. I'm having dinner at the Red Rooster. If you say so. I have to be seen, Addie. I know. All right, you'll have a couple of shadows. I'll wait until you return. And uh, now I'm going to head for a beach. A surfside. We have it covered. Okay, surfside it is. Watch the cross rip. If you drown before they move in on you, I'll never forgive you, Sam. Hello there. Uh, if you don't mind. Pardon me? Sorry. Bad habit of mine. Uh, you just go back to your book. I can't resist smiling at a beautiful woman. Uh, well, I didn't expect you to look like... Like a halfback. Do you mind if I sit down? You have. <laughs> uh, what did you mean you didn't expect me to look like this? Do you know me? I don't know you. You're Dr. Samuel Jeffries, a very distinguished expert in all kinds of nuclear things. And uh, how would you know that? Is it true? 
Well, uh, yes, I am, Sam Jeffries. I thought my whereabouts were unknown except to a very few persons. Have you, uh, have you seen me before? I've never seen you, or I would certainly remember. <laughs> Thank you. Your picture, just a headshot, was in the intelligencer last week. Oh, well, that's news to me. Uh, and you? Edith Duncan. Uh, Mrs. Scott Duncan. I'm a widow. Oh. We've been coming to Nantucket for years. This time I came back alone. I won't again. Memories are too sharp. I'm leaving in a few days. Oh, so am I. I uh, have to come back to settle my mother's affairs. She was, uh, she was buried this morning. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is Mrs. Jeffries... Oh, there is no Mrs. Jeffries. Oh, married to your research? Yes, I guess so. And now it's too late. And you said you couldn't resist smiling at a beautiful woman. Well, that's one thing, but marriage has passed me by. I am much too old. <laughs> well, I've, uh, I've taken enough of your time. No, 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 no. It isn't often I get to talk with a man of real distinction. Or, for that matter, a real man. Well, thank you. The article said you'd come up from Washington. Yes, true. I uh, report back on Monday, and then I return to Alamos. Oh, what's it like to know so much about something that the public cannot understand? All that nuclear stuff, the ICBMs, placements, reactors. What's it like? It's uh, just a job, that's all. Oh, but a very special job. Just, just what do you do, Dr. Jeffries? <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> well, I wouldn't understand it anyway. But seriously, I've read... I've lots of time for reading. That our missile sites are no secret to the other superpower. Is that true? Probably. They're hard to conceal. So are theirs. Ah, then it's a stalemate. Uh, not, not in this chess game. There are many more pieces. But aren't you in, in danger? Only from you, Mrs. Duncan. <laughs> will you, uh... Will you have dinner with me tonight? Uh, well, I don't see why not. You'd better call me Edith. And I'm Sam. I'm staying at the Red Rooster in Wisconsin. Good. My house is only a few blocks away. I'll meet you at 7.30. Shall I make the reservation? Oh, that would be perfect. Uh, wait till they hear about this in Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Sam. Well, have a good swim. Just fine. Who is she? <laughs> Walkie-talkie. Uh-huh. Ike reported that she found a spot on the beach close to yours and that you couldn't miss her. Bait? I think so. Bait. Sure. Her name is Edith Duncan. Beautiful. And smooth as cream. Mm -hmm. Deadly bright, too. Did she check out? No, no trace of her in Philadelphia. It's an assumed name. Well, they sure got her in place in a hurry. There's a leak in Parker's division as big as a broken pipe. It's your job to plug it, Sam. Well, I have a date with her at 7.30 tonight at the Red Rooster. We can cover that easy. It's after dinner that she'll make her move. Hypnosis, probably. Oh, I can fake that. I was briefed for that routine. And then probably a dose of truth serum. I won't fight it. I don't know any secrets, just enough to make her wonder. I hope. We'll have the end staked out. You'll be all right tonight. 
I hope you have a strong stomach. So do I. Good luck, Sam. Freddy, it's me. I don't interrupt. All went as planned. Oh, Lord, he's a handsome man. Having dinner here at 7.30. I don't know what I'll learn. He's bright. He could be the real thing. I don't know. If he's an imposter, he's pretty good. After I manage the test and get him to his house, I'll drive into town and report. I'll get what he has. If it's nothing, I'll know what we have to do. I'm ringing off. I'll see you late tonight. Dr. Jeffries. Real phony. Parker accepted him. Then why did Parker send Alfreda and Van up here to check him out? Well, they've given you a nice suite here, Edith, and dinner was excellent. Would you like an after-dinner drink, Sam? Oh, no, no, thank you. I'm full. Coffee? I'm going to have a cup. Well, it smells tempting. Uh, yes, thank you. I'll have a cup. Whack. I'll help you. No, 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 no. I won't be a minute. Make yourself comfortable, Sam. Thank you. Have you stayed here before, Edith? Oh, for years. I like to be waited on. So did Scott. It's close to the little business section in the tennis club. They show a movie there every week. Oh, here you are, Sam. Oh, thank you. Well, now, drink your coffee. Gorgeous and efficient. Efficient? Yes, we... We walk in, you say, have some coffee, and in 30 seconds... <laughs> it was prepared. I thought you might want a cup. You, uh... You watch a fellow pretty close, don't you? Well, I've had reason to. You're a very nice man, Sam. Well, thank you. And, uh... I'm afraid a sleepy one, too. Well, take a little snooze. What's that? Isn't it lovely? Necklace with a big pendant. Emerald. I'll take it off. When I swing it back and forth slowly, it's a prism of colors. Watch it, and it will help you fall asleep. Yeah. Back and forth. <clears throat> back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. <sighs> Are you, Dr. Jeffries? Dr. Samuel Jeffries, the expert in nuclear research. Jeffries, expert, logistics, silos, sabotage. Where are the silos, Dr. Jeffries? The silos where they keep the intercontinental missiles. Silos. In Dakotas. Nevada. Where else, Dr. Jeffries? Dakotas. Nevada. You plan to move the missile sites, don't you, Dr. Jeffries? Dakota. Tell me the truth. Tell me your plan for relocating the missile silos. Plan in Washington. Your plan. There was something in coffee. Something to bring out the truth. My head hurts. Uh, Think of nuclear reactor plants. Nuclear reactor plants. Sabotage. What is your counter-sabotage plan, Dr. Jeffries? I feel sick. I'm going to feel a lot sicker, you phony. How, how do I get you out of here? Let's see. Ice water. Hot coffee. Half an hour will do it. 
if you had been Dr. Jeffries, Sam, you might have lived. A spy has insatiable curiosity that motivates him. So does patriotism. They risk their lives in the service of the country without public acclaim. Other so-called spies are no more than informers who eavesdrop for money. Dr. Sam Jeffries, if that is his real name, has placed himself in jeopardy to plug a security leak. We will find out what happens to the man, now condemned, when I return with Act Three. is Dr. Samuel Jeffries. We know that such a man is a scientist from Los Alamos. He is a man of great importance in our ongoing efforts to anticipate an attack and to defend against it. Is he being used as a cat's paw to help security root out the spies who have infiltrated that branch of our service? Or is the man we have met as Dr. Jeffries an imposter, someone clever enough to be working for the enemy? It is the morning after his dinner with Mrs. Duncan. Oh, Lord. Well, good morning, Sam. Mm. Oh. Oh, hi. Hi, Annie. Oh, how did I get here? Well, the gorgeous Mrs. Duncan led you into the street and sent you staggering home. Well, good for me. Ike Folger said you weighed as much as a sack of cement. He brought you home. Well, you're alive. You know what that means. Yeah, I know. It means they know I'm not the real Dr. Jeffries. So, now what? They're in a tough spot, Sam. You could blow the whistle on Edith Duncan and we could sweat her about her connections and security. Then we could find the security leak. Yeah, we can still do that, even if they knock me off. Well, we could try, but you're the witness we have to have. If they get rid of you, Mr. Parker's Operation Cat's Paw is blown. We have no evidence against Mrs. Duncan. Parker's tongue would be tied. I see. So, today might be the last day of my life, huh? It's too bad I feel so rotten. I've started breakfast. Addie, Edith Duncan alone can't eliminate me. Now, there must be others on the island here. Yep, and you're the bait. They'll act fast. Today? Yep. Mm. Well, I'll have breakfast and shower and shave and go for a walk. We'll have our eyes on you, Sam. Oh, by the by, mm-hmm. who is Freddy? Well, I don't know why. Well, last night she talked to some Freddy, made arrangements to meet at Steamboat Wharf. No one showed up. Hmm. Well, I'll ask her when I... Uh, put on a robe. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll do that. And I'll brush my teeth. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Edith Duncan. I'd, I'd like to see Dr. Jeffries. Uh, come in. He ain't feeling too good. Just getting up. Well, hello there, Edith. Oh, this is uh, Mrs. Winship, my housekeeper. Uh, how do you do? I'll just fix your breakfast, Dr. Jeffries. Well, you're even gorgeous in the morning. Uh, I worried about you all night long. Oh, I was all right. Uh, let me uh, apologize for... Uh, Overindulging. Was I offensive? Not at all. Just sleepy. I helped you out and told you to take a few deep breaths. I'm relieved that you got home. Oh, I'll be fine. 
So, what are your plans for this beautiful day? Oh, nothing much. We're having a plan bake tonight at Cisco. Uh, why? Oh, I thought we might sightsee, have lunch in Nantucket. Oh, that sounds fine. Oh, would you like to join us for an evening on the beach? Well, uh, sure, sure. If one more won't spoil the fun. I promise you won't. No, I, I won't. I won't. I don't like the morning after. So I'll uh, walk over to the uh, Red Rooster at uh, what's good, ten or so? Fine. I'll be expecting you, Sam. Good. Well, goodbye. Oh, oh, oh what a slick, venomous... Breakfast. Uh, well? Well, the game is on, as Holmes said to Watson. Clambake tonight at Cisco, me and some of her other friends. Human? The, uh... Assassination Squad. Come here, Andy. Yes, Mr. Parker. Sit down. Tell me. Edith Duncan doped him last night, and Ike helped him home. She came by this morning. We're going sightseeing, and tonight he's invited to a clam bake at Cisco. That's when we round them up. Mm. And as soon as they make a move against Sam, we appear. It will be touch and go. Sam knows that. So far, he's done just fine. He's one of our best. I don't want to lose him. Uh, what's the layout, Mr. Parker? At five, you'll board the rover, too. It's doctored. I know it. It has enough power to outrun most. That's just in case. The rover, too, will anchor a half mile offshore and wait to see what happens. There are rifles aboard. You're in charge, should they be needed. So you think they'll knock Sam out and drag him out to sea? That's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Another is a small seaplane. We'll cover the beach. Ike is handling that end. I'll be there, too. Well, we just wait to see what happens. That's right. Have you seen Miss Chase or Van Phillips? They're here? Miss Chase was suspicious of our Dr. Jeffries. I agreed to let them fly up and keep an eye on him. I don't get it, Mr. Parker. If Dr. Jeffries is a phony, as Miss Chase suspects, she reasoned that the impersonation had been rigged by the enemy. Why? To give them time to get the real Dr. Jeffries out of the country. Oh, now I get it. And? But Dr. Jeffries is safe and working in Los Alamos. Have you told Miss Chase? No. I want her to enjoy her short visit. Uh, what about the Coast Guard? Standing by. Hmm. There's a foreign freighter due off the coast at nine tonight. All clear? Yep. I admit I got butterflies, Mr. Parker. Just don't let them shake your hands, Eddie. You might have to make your first shot good. What's happened to your friends? Oh, they'll join us soon. <laughs> Why, Sam? Tired of my company? Ah, oh, you know better than that. Are you, uh... Really leaving tomorrow, Edith? On the nine o'clock flight. New York? Boston, and then from Logan to Philadelphia. Will I ever see you again? With you in Los Alamos? Oh, I doubt it. You will be there, won't you? 
as far as I know. Not Washington? Oh, I, uh, I report in when I'm asked. You're sure you don't work there? You, uh, don't trust me, do you? Should I? I don't even know who you are. You're not Dr. Samuel Jeffries. And you're not Mrs. Edith Duncan from Philadelphia. Oh, you put me on the spot, Sam. You're a special agent, the cat's paw. You know what that means. Yes, I do. How is it to be done, Edith? Well, you've got guts, I'll say that for you. Does that make it harder? No, it's you or us. If you had been Dr. Jeffries, I think you'd have stayed alive. You'd be abroad and cooperating with us. Or squeezed dry and disposed of. But you caught the wrong pigeon. One who couldn't coo. You'd name me and you could destroy an espionage system that has taken years to get into place. That's why you have to die, Sam. What if I overpower you? Oh. Little but deadly. A mauser? You didn't think I'd arrange this farewell without a gun protecting myself. Oh, no, no. I expected something like this. So, you kill me and feed me to the sharks. Now, stand up and strip. And put on these swimming trunks. My last dip? You catch on fast, Sam. And just how do you explain my uh, accident? I won't have to. You joined me and my friends for the clam bake. Then we left. And what did I do? Said you'd follow on your moped. My moped is here? That's right. We said goodbye. You decided to have one more dip. See? Yes, I see. Foolproof. Okay, now what happens? Walk to the edge of the water. And if I refuse? I shoot you. Then what? We drag you into the water. We? You don't think I'm alone, do you? Oh. Why the flashlight? Look. Look out there in the ocean. Oh, I see. Someone flashed back. Van Phillips. He's in a Boston whaler and is coming to shore with a very sturdy rope. He'll tie your hands. The rope is attached to the boat. Van returns to it. And off you go. I drown. Your goon cuts my hands free. I'm washed ashore. Or the sharks get me. That's a pretty good idea. He's close. Hello, Edith. Hello, Dr. Jeffries. Well, once again, you're my chauffeur. That's right. Hold out your hands, please. Whatever you say. Cover him, Edith. I am. Not too tight, Dr. Jeffries. No, no, just fine. Uh-huh. Now, follow me into the water. I don't want to jerk you from the shore. You'd scrape your stomach. Very considerate, Van. Have a nice trip back to Alexandria. Alexandria? So they know... They set us up. Well done, Edith. Thank you, Alfreda. You know, I'm still not absolutely sure about him. I am. The real Dr. Jeffries is in Los Alamos. we better scatter the clam bake and get out of here. It's chilly on this beach. It's a rifle shot. Look, a speedboat's heading for the whaler. The spotlight. Van is hanging over the side. The woman in the bow. Well, that was Sam's housekeeper. She's got the rifle. Get out of here. Hold it, ladies. You can't get away, Edith. Ike! Edith! Don't move, Miss Chase. Ike Folger's a pretty good shot. Keep her covered, Ike. I'll go see about Sam. 
Is he all right? Yeah, he's fine. He's swimming ashore. I was. Addie. Addie Plug Van Phillips. Here. Let me give you a hand. Yeah, thanks. Did you get him? We got him, Sam. Okay. And what happened to Edith? Well, she tried to run away. Dead? I don't know. I'll check. We'll get her to a doctor. Well, hello, Miss Chase. Here, Sam. Use the handcuffs. Is she the one? Miss Chase is the one. Nothing to say, Miss Chase? Shut up. How did you work the caper, Ross? Well, we suspected that they'd try to dispose of you at sea. We anticipated them. That's all. Mm. By the way, that was some shot, Eddie. Oh, uh, what happened to Van Phillips? Dead. He's in the morgue. We'll ship him back to Washington. Mm. And Alfreda Chase and uh, Edith Duncan? Alfreda was the top agent. We have ways of destroying her network. She'll talk. So will Duncan. We'll clean out the nest. And what about Dr. Jeffries? Well, he'll be in Washington on Monday as planned. You see, Operation Cat's Paw worked. In every country in the world, the game of espionage and counter-espionage is played every day and night. Ferrets are at work to undermine the stability of countries. They wage wars that seldom reach the newspapers. Someone is deported, someone else is freed for a price. That we read about. Only a few such stories come to our attention. There are thousands that do not. I'll return with another observation shortly. Feeling fit, feel so good. Burning up the way, you know you should. I'm Susan Anton. The ultimate in feeling fit is sleeping on a perfect sleeper pillow soft. Extra thick comfort on top and ultra firm support inside. Perfect sleeper pillow soft. Be a perfect sleeper. Buy a perfect sleeper. Perfect sleeper. It's a healthy investment in yourself. Pour on the snap. Pour on the crap. Barbecue sauce. Pour on the snap. Pour on the crap. Barbecue sauce. Pour on the snap. Pour on the crap. Only one barbecue sauce can give you the snap of this secret blend of 16 herbs and spices. Ours. Pour on the snap. Pour on the crap. Barbecue sauce. Pour on the snap. Did you ever want to own your own business? It might be simpler than you think. We can take the mystery out of it. Here's the first clue. We're the largest instant printing chain in the world. Right. You got it. Postal Instant Press. Pip. Now, clue number two. You can get into a franchise for a lot less than you think, and the balance of the purchase price after your down payment will be completely financed by Pip at below the prime interest rate upon credit approval. We can bring a lot of witnesses, too. Take the man and wife running their own business and doing well. The singles who are part of Pip's success story. The retirees. Or many more in the growing Pip family. All of these people are just part of the evidence. Pip trains you, backs you, helps you get started, keeps you going. If you really want to be your own boss, take a tip from Pip. 
Call toll-free 800-331-1000, except in Oklahoma. For a solution that makes money and good sense, call 800-331-1000 right now. We have traveled this time not into the realm of the occult, but into a very real shadow world. For the present, the infiltration by spies into security has been stopped. It's almost inevitable that it will be tried again. The price of national security is tenacious vigilance by trained men and women who risk their lives and let the glory go. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Marion Seldes, Joan Shea, and Bob Caliban. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. That's our thriller for this week. You can find more from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater at relicradio.com alongside past episodes of Relic Radio Thrillers, all the podcasts, and our shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to. Thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support makes it all happen. Thanks to those who have. Thanks for joining me this week. Be back next Friday with Dark Venture on our next episode of Relic Radio Thrillers. Thrillers.